We're going to motivational speaking, yes? Yes, sir. Okay, are you good at that? I'm nice. And you're trying to motivate people to do what? Overcome. Hold on, hold on. I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even want to use overcome. You know where hold I'm on. going. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like the message is have the aspiration of, of going as far as you can take it, but make sure that you didn't go as far as you could take it. You got hit with two obstacles and you quit. But my heart, my heart was no longer in it. That's what the kids need. How do I sign up at the beginning of a season, say this is what I want midway through the season, whether it's a concussion, whether I drop a pass and the kids are laughing at me at school, whether I'm going through some things like at my home, how do I persevere through all that stuff? I'm saying you can't teach them that. Because you quit. When you had two obstacles. You suck, your business sucks, and you'll never be successful. How many people paid you five grand? You never lied to anybody? Okay, real quick. Anything you see in here? What? It's over, bro. Mm. What's your belief system? You're married, yes? To a woman? Or you let your wife wear pants? When I ask you for something and you don't give it to me, are you knowing that you're lying to me? Lying? You cannot move being this comfortable. But you be in the crib and your drawers just like, hey, yo. My job is to make you fail. My job is to make you quit. My job is to make you cry. But if you survive it, success is on the other side. Welcome to the hot seat, man. What's up, man? How are you? I'm outstanding. Okay. What qualifies that statement? That you're outstanding. I I, I am. Why why not be? Like, There's a bunch I of reasons up, you could not be. Yeah, but I woke up this morning. And that fact alone... Uh, I'm, I'm outstanding. Even on a bad day, I'm outstanding. Right? Sure. We got we to gotta speak these things as though they are. So, if something so is, are you is saying bad, that it's not? No, it actually is outstanding. So you said we got to speak them as though they are, as if it's not. Yeah, but it is. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm just checking to make sure you're all good, man. I'm good. I'm okay. good money. I'm here with you, man. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, you're an entrepreneur, yes? Yes. Okay. What do you do? Transition out of stand-up comedy into motivational speaking. So uh, I'm a motivational humorist. A motive that's actually kind of lit. Thank you. So you are a stand-up comedy comedian. Yeah. Full time? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. What's full time? What's the definition of full time? That's the main source of your income. Okay. All right. So what's, you don't what's like, the definition you don't work if you it. don't make any income? Is that a So you weren't making any money? No. No, I made a little something. Yeah, but not, but not nothing. But why? So why did you get into stand up comedy though? Uh, so I was actually a college football player, mm -hmm. and the dream was always to use the NFL to go to Hollywood, right? Uh, use all my connections and resources in the NFL, go to Hollywood to be a comedian, be a comedian okay, and good. an actor. That was my childhood dream. Okay, dream. Yep, be a comedian, be an actor. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Uh, got two back-to-back -back concussions, like back-to-back mm. -back seasons, right? Yeah. On kickoff, dude just came both times. Like they took me out of there. Uh, after my, my second one, it was third game of the season. I woke up and I was like, "Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we out, we done." And I uh, I played the rest of the season, and then told my coach I quit. Yeah. Then uh, about six months later, I was in Hollywood. Oh, word, doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. So I had a show book. My second day there, um, I went to North Hollywood to the Ha Ha Cafe. Mm -hmm. Absolutely bombed, but I had one joke, like one joke that that worked. 
uh, it's it's explicit. How's the so joke? Not, oh, well, okay, it's explicit. Okay, yeah, right. it's, yeah, it's explicit. And I want to respect your space. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Okay, so how long were you a stand-up comedian? Uh, so my daughter was born, so twelve years now. Twelve years. Yep. Wow. Yep. You didn't make any money in twelve years. Five hundred dollars. You made well, five hundred dollars in twelve years. In one, and then I got paid fifty dollars for a hosting gig. So I guess you could say five hundred and fifty. Twelve years. You oh made no! Actually, I went to Texas. I got paid three hundred dollars for that. I bombed. Twelve years. So, you made eight hundred and fifty dollars. There you go. Why? Uh, inconsistency, man. And why you keep bombing, bro? Are you just not that good at it? Because oh, you no, said you no. bombed in in Hollywood. Then you bombed. That was my very first show. But then. Another one. Texas, I just, I didn't listen to myself. I didn't trust myself. If I would have mm. stayed in the pocket of just being natural and normal, yeah. I was good. Because the, the second I went off the, the dome, I had them. But then I went back to some material I was trying to work, right, because I'm an so artist. You're just not that good at a, as being a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I rock with it. No, I'm, at, no, no, I'm, no, I'm asking. I'm good. i just inconsistent. Inconsistent. Who else would say you're good? Of course, I can say my mama, but that's an easy one. Uh, All right. Harsh reality. You're probably not that good at it. Okay. If the first person we think of, my mom would say I'm good. Rodney Perry. I, you familiar with Rodney Perry? Yeah. Rodney Perry told me you got it. Like, <laughs> That doesn't mean you're good. No. That no. means I'm motivated. Listen. If he looks me in my I eyes and tell me. Brother, listen. I done okay, talked to ahead. a whole bunch of terrible entrepreneurs, and I say, you know what? You got it, man. <laughs> It's something inside of you. You got right. this, and they're terrible at it. I'm not saying you're terrible. I'm, I'm just you. saying in 12 years, yeah. $850, yeah. bombed a couple times, oh, and nobody wants to pay you. A lot. A lot, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I take risks. Okay, I am saying you're terrible. It's, it's cool. Yeah. But then we're going to motivational speaking, yes? Yes, sir. Okay, are you good at that? I'm nice. Okay. Yeah, and you're trying to motivate people to do what? Um... It's overcome. Hold on, hold on. I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to use overcome. You know where I'm going. <laughs> I don't, Yo, hey, I don't even want to use overcome. We're gonna take overcome yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, me yeah. and Ja talked about that. Yeah, let's let's start, let's start me that. Me and Ja talked about that. You're trying to, Ja's yes. So y'all motivate speak. First five minutes of the episode, I called him. I said, "Bro, you wild." Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> the blue hearts or something. We, we had we had a long some long discussions about that, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I picked up a lot of nuggets from that. Yeah. Episode. Nah, that's my guy, though, man. Yeah. I think he's gonna. I think he's going to be successful. He'll be able to, you know, figure this out and turn it into something. I agree. But back to you. Yes. You're motivating people to do what? All right, so I'm gonna go back to overcome. But this is why, because my brand is hoes. Where the hoes at? Humans overcoming struggles every day, and I. That's my message. Like I want to help people overcome some of the struggles that they're going through um, mostly by the struggles that, you know, I've been able to overcome or still trying to overcome. Yeah. Cause just on the surface doesn't seem like you've overcome a lot. Meaning on which you have this dream to play football, two bad things happen. And you say, I quit. Then we go into the, the goal is to be a Hollywood and to be a comedian. Mm hmm. And we quit on that. Mm -hmm. And then now we're a motivational speaker telling people to overcome. If I've been doing something for 12 years, what information can you give me to tell me to keep going? Uh, the funny thing is that's exactly the message. The message is I quit when I was playing football. I, I take full accountability for that. Um, I, I, I 
quit Hollywood, you know, because my wife said, or my girlfriend at the time said, I'm, I'm pregnant. And I instantly was like, oh, excuse, right? In reflection, I can recognize that I used my daughter as an excuse to quit Hollywood and, and, and come home. So, How long have you been a speaker? Or how long have you made the transition? Um, or you're making the transition now? Yeah, kind of still making the transition, pretty much. You have no evidence of overcoming anything based on what you're telling me. Okay. So why would I listen to you? That's a really good one. That's a really good one. So like empirical proof, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it's important that if we're going to give some people some information, it needs to be information yeah. that we know works and have some examples of what it works. See, the, the challenge with, I guess, motivational speakers now is because we're articulate and we can put a message together, yeah. that's going to be dope. As fire is probably li- like you probably in include jokes and all that kind of stuff. It's probably very unique, I believe. It's just there's no weight to it because you don't have the real-life experience. You're only able to articulate a message, but there's no, there's nothing backing your message. So I feel good people booking me to speak as an entrepreneur because I've been doing it for so long and I've been through the ups, downs. There's nothing you've been through as an entrepreneur that I haven't been through. And I'm giving them real-life examples and experience this isn't me just being able to, I'm not the best articulator. I say words wrong. I make up words in my presentation sometimes. All right, Same. chill out, no. <laughs> I make up words sometimes. My cadence isn't the best, but I'm going to give you some real life examples yeah. because I know exactly what you're going through. And I can tell you how to get over it. I'm not just going to tell you to get over it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did to get over it. Well, I believe I can do the same thing. How? Because you don't know, though. But I, I do know. I do know I have How many kids overcome. you got? Two. So how old are they? Uh, 11 and 8. My son about to be 9. Okay. How can you tell me how to transition my child from high school to college and all the things that they're going through? They're confused about their career. They're going to parties every day. Yep. How, do I, how, do I, how do you teach me that? To transition your child from high school to college? Yes. Um, I say answer first, is, I say, I say first you off, can't. Okay. You don't but, know. But I've transitioned from high school to college. But you haven't taught a college, not in this day and age, 2023. Oh, They're yeah, dealing with much different things. It's been a minute. So how can you tell me the advice that I need to give to my child? You may be able to say, okay, this is what I went through and this is what I felt. Okay. But it's much different than actually telling somebody how to do something and you got to articulate it in a way that makes the child feel comfortable. And I'm just saying you don't know because you haven't been through it yet. You can give some really good advice gotcha, based gotcha. on what you think. Gotcha, gotcha. No, that, that, make, that makes sense. That makes sense. So what are we going to do? Keep going. I mean, because even, even though I may not have, uh, you know, what you consider the – the evidence, mm-hmm. or we still keep moving towards it. So do I just wait until I have some kind of evidence to be a speaker, or do you continue to use the gifts and talents that you have to impact? Until- I, think, I think you build your brand off of something you know without a doubt. Yeah. And okay, overcoming kind of- obstacles may okay. not be your thing. Yo, I, here's the thing. I'm waiting to hear a motivational speaker mm-hmm. That always, like, their whole message is on how they be quitting stuff. 
and all the bad stuff that's happening in their life and they leave not on a high note but hey y'all if you don't want to end up like me yeah y'all need to do the exact opposite of everything i just told you i'm out y'all and then you get a round of applause yeah well here's here's the thing that's actually a part of my message good because i've acknowledged i've quit x y and z over over a span of however many years but there was a point where my wife and I, I was like, hey, this ain't, this ain't what I want anymore. And I recognized that feeling from when I was playing football. And I said, oh, I remember what I did when I had that feeling. Let me evaluate right here in this moment. Make sure this is what the moves you want to make. So I tell people, me quitting football is actually what saved my marriage. Who? Me quitting football oh, saved okay. my marriage. How, how long have you been married? 11 years. 11 years? Yep. Been together five. I mean, we were dating five, been married for 11, so 16 overall. Have you ever separated? Four months while I was in California. I was a wild boy in California. Oh, while you were out there working? Yeah, yeah. so she was finishing her nursing degree at Jacksonville State University. That's where we both were. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, when I went out to Cali, yeah. It was, it was, it was outside. Yeah. I was outside. Were y'all married at this point? No, we were just dating. Okay. Y'all just, just dating. Dating. All right, that, yeah. That's normal. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. That's so, what I'm saying. So y'all were together four year, for five years. Yep, five. Then got married. And now you've been together for 11 years. Yep. Y'all were separated when you were dating, of course. You mm-hmm. have your ins and outs. Only time we ever broke up. She ever cheated on you? No, she never cheated on me. You ever cheated on her? Back, back in, the, I was a wild boy. I'm when you were married. No, married, no. Um, y'all ever been through some stuff? Plenty of times. almost broke y'all up? Plenty of times. Are y'all in a happy space now? Very happy. This is why, this is the motivational speaking message you need to deliver, because you are an expert. On marriage, David? It seems like the thing that you've overcome and, and lasted in. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I feel like I'm not always the greatest example. Like, Which I'm is cool, but at least you have the receipts. I'm not, I don't think I'm good at marriage. Yeah. I think I'm, I mean. I'm decent. I'm still, I'm decent. Yeah. My guy. Yes, I'm decent. Yes. Empirical I'm still, proof. I'm still trying to figure out how, when, um, I'm just going to say it. Okay. We were watching Suits on okay. Netflix. Okay. This is last night, okay? And uh, maybe like a, a week or two ago, I was talking on a podcast about prenups. Somebody else was talking about it, and I was like, yeah, well, I don't have a prenup. And I said, if I'd have thought about it, I'd have probably, we'd have probably signed a prenup. When I heard that in the, in the episode, I was like, that's a wild boy. Really? Yeah. Because you were talking to my man with the restaurants. Yeah, so that's bad? I shouldn't have said that? No? You know what? You, I think you have the same thing that I have where, where we just, like, just want to be honest with the world. Yeah. And our wives don't want to hear our honesty. Mm. Like, I think our honesty is offensive sometimes. Yeah. We, like, I, I have that, that same thing. I feel that. Oh, so you just, so you would recommend I just don't say that. Or even continue this story. I don't know. Okay. It's good advice, actually. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about it right now. But we're here now. All right, we're here now. 
So we're watching Suits, and it's it's about a bunch of lawyers and all that kind of stuff. And the prenup conversation comes on, comes up on the TV, and I'm just enjoying it. We're just here watching it. She pauses it, brings up the other conversation about a prenup. She said, "So let's talk about this whole prenup thing." I say, "I I." She said, "You believe in prenups?" I said, "Yeah." I think so. <laughs> and I and she said, "You want me to sign a prenup?" I said, "No. You good? Like we got 5 years in, we straight. I don't I don't need all that." Yeah. She's like, "But you said that if you'd have thought about it, then you'd have had me sign it." I said, "Yeah, probably." At that moment. And she's like, "Yo, well, I'm taking care of the kids and you the the money maker and all kind of stuff. I'm left with nothing." I said, "Well, the good news is we don't have a prenup, which means you got half of everything right now." Yeah. I'm unprotected. Which means I really love you. I, I told I told my wife if you know, being that she was a breadwinner for a long time, if she left me, I probably you know I probably went out. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be up to the courts to decide. I feel them, but I, I got a nice argument. I wanted to try to educate too. Yes, sir. take this moment to educate a little yes, bit. And I'm like, well, a prenup doesn't just mean you get nothing. A prenup, to my understanding, is just an understanding. We put something together that says, in the event just that this doesn't work out, this is what happens. It doesn't mean you're out in the streets. It just, this is what happens. Yeah. Just right? in case. She didn't like it. She didn't like this whole conversation. I'm like, yo, I, you, you're saying it like I asked you. To sign a prenup tonight. I didn't say it. And when you asked me, I was like, no, I don't need it. But you know it's crazy. But she doesn't like my thought process on under on on the prenup thing. It's the fact that we even have the thought is is an issue. I think sometimes. Seems logical though. And yo, guess what? I started bringing all this logic into it. I'm like, what is the likelihood of a couple staying together? It's 50%. Yeah. It's 50-50. I mean, I, I was telling an example, my best friend, if we went into business, the first thing I'm gonna have a conversation is if my best friend now, if we go into business, what happens if we stop liking each other? What happens if this doesn't go right? We just, we're mature enough to have a conversation about- Crucial conversations. Crucial conversations. She didn't like it though. And but she you know, brought it up. That's huh? the, she she, she brought, it, brought up. it up from the TV. Oh, it's crazy. You feel me? I'm with you. I don't know where we were going with this conversation. I don't you were like telling that. Me I don't I like trash. that we talked about. That's yes. Okay. Yes. So you told me something just now. You said the thought of certain conversations could be triggering, which means yeah. I shouldn't bring them up, or I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't talk about. Maybe I shouldn't talk about that on a public platform, right? Yeah, maybe not on the public platform. And yeah. I, I've I've gotten in trouble about this a lot, yeah. saying certain things on stage, saying certain things in podcasts, and my wife's like, "But that made me feel the way." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's my truth. Yeah, like that's how I like that's my truth. Yeah. It's not about you." So I've had this same argument. But you helped me just now because I never even thought about that. But you know how you know why you can give me that information? Why is that? Because you've been together with your wife for sixteen years. Yes, you've sir. been together for eleven, married. You guys have been through the ups downs. You've overcome that. So what's so wrong with being a motivational speaker, talking to people that are dealing with the thing that you understand that you've been through? Like you're gonna go to a bunch of high school students and be a motivational speaker for them to go win a championship or college students, but you don't really know how to. Per persevere through that because you quit. Oh, 
You was a dirty piece, boy. I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't go to like a corporate arena and tell them, or like a, a conference and tell the entrepreneurs, yo, y'all need to grind, get through it. It's going to be tough. I know I didn't, but this is, I'd rather you be talking at marriage conferences. 11 years is something to be proud of. I've been together five years. I got yeah. some sort of expertise. I got a few receipts. Yeah. I could start a relationship podcast. I just, I, I could. I, I'm I, not. I'm not. But I could. I got some receipts. I understand what men are going through. Yeah. I just, I guess for myself, I've never seen me be an expert. Even though I will say there's many of times I've told like friends who inquire about marriage, like, hey, Make sure you have yourself together, like mentally, spiritually, physically, because you will get exposed. Yeah. And the worst thing you want to do is be exposed in front of your wife and children. Yeah. That's a it's a painful feeling. And I felt that before. Mm. So yeah. So I've I like I've I've lended advice throughout time, but never considered myself expert in that. I mean, I think that's what makes you an expert, because you don't consider yourself an expert. But you have the experience yeah. and you're still learning. And you're but in your process, so I don't I don't consider myself an expert in entrepreneurship because I'm still learning. There's a bunch of things, depending on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to somebody who hasn't made their first $100,000, I'm the guru. I know how to help you. But if I'm talking to somebody that's making $10 million a year, I'm not an expert. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn. I haven't done $10 million in a year yet. Right. So getting to a level of $100 million, they started talking about, Taxes and shelters and companies and oversee all kind of stuff and systems and processes and CEO, COOs, CMOs, removing yourself from the business, acquisitions, selling the company, deal structure. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm not going to go into the motivational speaker lane of that. But if you're talking about beginning entrepreneurship, I'm the GOAT. But what makes me the GOAT is that I know I'm not an expert and I'm continuing to learn. And when I talk about it, I'm just giving my experience at the level that I'm on. Gotcha. And I'm not saying you can't go into motivational speaking, but I would, I would definitely bounce every story off of, okay, I quit school, but I didn't quit my marriage. Or I quit football, but I didn't quit my marriage. There's a dream that I had and I thought I wanted to stuff on the outside, but I didn't quit on this one thing. It's easier dealing with the masses of people than it is one person that you wake up with every day. And then I'm transitioning my speech into, okay, well, what if nobody's in your house? How do you be in a relationship with yourself and get yourself to understand you? This is something that you know something about. Yeah. But you just want to be a motivational speaker because E.T. and Inky do it on a high level. But E.T. lived in the streets and became a multimillionaire. Inky lost his arm. And became a multi-millionaire. Yeah. So of course they have a license to be a motivational speaker. Name somebody that's a high-level motivational speaker that haven't accomplished success in the thing that they're talking about. Tony Robbins, uh, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown. People that accomplish something and just talk about the thing that I accomplished, not just philosophy. That's why social media got us so messed up, bro. It's like if we say something online and it gets a lot of views, yeah. now we're the expert. Now this is something that I'm into. There's a there's a, a popular motivational speaker right now that I'm hearing. 
Never mind. No, I hey, hey, let it go. I can't say it. No, no, no. Let it out. Because it's it's a it's an unneeded shot, and it's just my opinion, okay, okay. and I don't know the brother's story. Yeah, don't do it, then. Don't do I it. I like that self correction we just gave ourselves. Yeah. But we get a lot of people. You had a viral video or a viral something, and now you're a motivational speaker. I don't like it because you can't really provide no information for somebody because it ain't experience. Well, this this is this is why I, I made the transition. Um, I was a firefighter, got fired from my job. You didn't make any money for 12 years. I understand why you made the transition. Got to transition to something. Um, no, I won't say that. Because honestly, I, I could do stand-up for the rest of my life and not get paid for it. That's how much I love it. But the, the problem became, uh, after I got fired, I had to go through a lot of self-work. Like, I had to really re- rebuild myself because I was heartbroken. Yeah. Because, yeah, I quit a lot of different things. But firefighter, I I didn't. Not only did I not quit, but I was a class president. I gave them uh, the graduating speech, right? Got a standing ovation mm. at the end. And I changed so much during that period. Like, I really had to become a different person. And then to lose that broke me. And the rebuilding process is where the I learned how to overcome because I had finally stuck to something. All everything against me. I'm, I was the old man. I was 33 at the time. All right, I was the old man in the bunch, yeah. but I didn't quit it. It was moments. Talking in the, in the comedian space. In the, in the training, like training, training as a firefighter. But again, how long was the training? Four months. Four months. And how long were you a firefighter? For my first department, six months. And then I went to another department. Um, I was there almost a year. And then, oh, this guy's <laughs> I didn't quit that. I fired. resigned. It's a difference. <laughs> tell yourself whatever you tell yourself, brother. You got receipts somewhere. And I think you should use the receipts that you have. Fair enough. I agree. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, outside of marriage, I can't. And it's based on the story, and there's probably a bunch of other stuff, but overcoming. And here's the thing. I guess maybe I'm wrong. Because it takes some resilience to go 12 years doing something and only making $850. The only problem is it's not a strong dismount, meaning after we tell the story of persevering for 12 years, there's not a... Dun, 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 dun. There's not a. It's coming though. No, it's not because you quit it. No, it's it's coming. No, you stop. You stop though. Are you about to go back in the comedy? After I accomplish some things in in life, I, I'm going back. My 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 life is not structured for me to fully pursue. Right yes, now. the dismount of after this message, and when I say dismount, all right, we're going through all this stuff, but at the end. This is my landing. Yeah. I went through 12 years, but if you keep going, you will finally accomplish this thing. But you don't have that. And you're saying you won't get it until you spend the next however many years becoming a motivational speaker, becoming successful at that. And then you got to actually be a comedian and get and try to win at that too. So you won't have this story for the next 20 years. You won't have the dismount for 20 years. Yeah. I'm just saying, you got receipts in something, and I think that would be 
Uh, because and the stuff that you're telling them will actually work. So if I'm doing something for a long time, mm -hmm. what do you tell me to keep going to succeed? What would you tell me? If you're doing something for a long time. I've been in a business. You've been six years as clothing brand. Right. What do you say? <laughs> how do you teach him how to get over that? How do you inspire him to keep going? So I'm going to take a pause break for a second. Let me think about it. Take your time, brother. We're going to chop it up and make it like like I just took two seconds to I'm, think about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, let's just, let's go. Okay. But that's going to be a part of a challenge too because that's how I know you don't have the depth of knowledge because you need a long time to think about it. I can have a conversation with him about why his business isn't working and I can tell him how to get over it. I don't need 30 minutes to think about it. If I'm going through something with my wife, yeah. I'm saying, yo, bruh, this is what I'm going with. You don't need 30 minutes to think about it. You're going to pull some stories from the last 11 to 16 years. You're going to give me some information. That's why when I say, teach me how to get over this whole business thing, that I, like teach me how to get over this challenge. Yeah. You need time to think about it. This isn't the space that you need to be speaking in. But I wouldn't be speaking in the business space, though. What are you speaking in? Mostly athletes. <laughs> what? Because I'm, I'm, yeah. You're going to inspire them yeah. to keep going until they get to the league. Honestly, I, I feel like the message is have the aspiration of, of going as far as you can take it, but make sure that you didn't go as far as you could take it. You got hit with two obstacles and you quit. Um, like you said, serious, other variables. Though. Other other variables, yes. But that's always gonna one, be variables. Yes. But that second one, yeah, I I knew it was a wrap after that. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. 
How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal you finished the season though i did you played in the season i did but my heart my heart was no longer in it that's what the kids need. How do I sign up at the beginning of a season, say this is what I want midway through the season, whether it's a concussion, whether I drop a pass and the kids are laughing at me at school, whether I'm going through some things like at my home, how do I persevere through all that stuff? I'm saying you can't teach them that. Because you quit. When you had two obstacles. Yeah, but I can evaluate why I did quit. And I think that's... Can't we all? I think that's the place that I can speak from. I can make a really good... So you're going to give them a good reason to quit? No, I can say the the reason that I, I quit was lack of emotional intelligence. That's how you overcome stuff. You have yes. to get over the emotional intelligence. That's not the crux of the speech. Hey, y'all, the reason I quit is because I have emotional intelligence. Well, tell me how to have that. That's, I mean, whether it's corporate, business, athletes, that is the, that is the crux of the message. Mm -hmm. How do I do this when I don't feel like doing it anymore? That's why I love Inky's story. Because he lost his arm and went right back to school. Yeah. Right back. He tells this story about how he's on like this uh, moped or something at his house and his son is on the moped and he's driving and, he, and his son falls off. His wife is going crazy, but he runs to his son and say, hey, get back on that bike. Let's keep going. Mm. Now, how can he tell his son after he falls off of this motorized bike? We're not licking our wounds. Get back on the bike because his moral of the, moral of the story is what I got, and I'll never forget the story. He's like, I can't have my son afraid of that thing just because it hurt him. Yo, when he tells a story, the room goes silent. But the only reason he has that story 
it's because he lost his arm and went right back to school. Got back up on the bike. Isn't that incredible? It is. But you can't get that story unless you go through it. You can't get it. There's no way you can get it unless you go through it. And I'm sure he has a million other stories. That's why I'm not a motivational speaker. I only teach on entrepreneurship because I don't feel like I've, I've, I went through enough. Uh, two parents when I grew up, went to college, quit that. I didn't really like that. I didn't have any major injuries myself. I, ne- I was never homeless. I, I'm, not, I'm not a motivational speaker. I can teach on entrepreneurship or podcasting or something like that because I got the ups and downs of that. Goodness yeah. gracious. So, I'm just asking you to speak on something that you're... So, so let's... I don't even see... Oh, man. I don't, I don't see an avenue of how... Speaking on relationships and, and, and marriage. Oh, my gosh. Listen to me, brother. Right now is the best time to give relationship advice. Look at the platforms that are blowing up right now. They all have something to do with relationships. All of them. In 2018, 19, I started the Social Proof Podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about entrepreneurship. 2020 hit, the pandemic hits, everybody's afraid, they're going back inside, and they're scrambling to figure out what's going on. Jobs are letting people go, but then the government comes in and gives money to everybody. Now, I don't have a job. I got an influx of money. Now I'm going to put my money into this dream, into this business. And then everybody else has money too. So the business that I'm building, it's easier to sell. And all along, I have this entrepreneurial podcast. Meaning at that time, it was just perfect timing for us to have an entrepreneurial podcast. Gotcha. Perfect timing. Timing couldn't have been any better. If it wasn't for the pandemic, my podcast success would have been delayed significantly. That's what I believe. Yeah. It was the right time. I was doing it. When it hit and I had some momentum, boom, we're good. Guess when Earn Your Leisure started? 21. 19, 20. Around the same time. Yeah. And there weren't that many people doing it. So they got this message. And I think Rashad was a financial advisor, so he's giving these these tips. But a podcast, perfect timing. Then they're really, really good at it. And then they understand business, so they've kind of spent it off to a whole bunch of amazing things. But that time frame was the perfect time to start a social proof podcast, earn your leisure. Anthony O'Neill, I think he's around that time, too. But right now, we are in the same position in the relationship space that we were in in 2019, 2020 for the entrepreneurial podcast message. I truly believe that. Look at the relationship podcasts that are blowing up. Look at it. Look at all the stuff you see on social media. Yeah, I think um, maybe the algorithm just skips me. I, I just don't pay attention to the relationship stuff. That's, well, probably, that's probably why I, see I haven't it seen it. Go through your, t- go through your timeline. Just scroll through your timeline. You're going to see somebody that says something about the relationship status or being single or something. Just go through your timeline. Phone over there. Best time to be a motivational speaker, probably 10, 12 years ago. 
Think about, yo, when, when I was on Facebook in 2002, 2003, 2004 maybe, whenever Facebook came out, there wasn't a, a major thread of motivation on social media. If you could think back that far, it was just cool stuff. Jokes with my friends, college stuff, Facebook, right? Yeah. It wasn't motivational quotes everywhere. E.T. comes out with this hat and these free YouTube videos with a really strong message talking about motivation. And I believe he paved a way for anybody that's going to be a motivational speaker with a hat on or with T-shirts or sneakers. Who was yeah. doing it before him? Nobody. Nobody. It's all a bunch of white guys in suits. At that time, this is something new, something fresh. All these other motivational speakers start popping up and building a career off of it because it was the right timing. So there was a time for motivation. Becoming a motivational speaker online right now, if you're gonna look in a camera and give a motivational message, it seems corny. Because it's not the right time. But right now is the time for relationship stuff. I'm telling you, you'll see over the next few years, it's gonna be a lot of them that started around this time. After the pandemic and people realized, oh, we had all this money, but this is what's really important. All my family are getting sick, but here's what's really important. Yeah. I want that companionship. The world pushed us into a space where all these entrepreneurs are talking about entrepreneurship stuff, but then there's a bunch of scammers. Everybody's getting scammed because more entrepreneurship stuff. Everybody's buying courses. You realize a lot of the courses are trash or you realize that I don't learn like that. I don't want to buy the course because I'm not going to watch it. So we're moving away from this entrepreneurial thing. Not that entrepreneurship won't always be around, but you get what I'm saying. No, I'm Our culture, relationship space. Just watch. Just watch. You'll see. I will say the, the thing I have picked up as far as relationships amongst our people um, we're we're at odds with each other. A hundred percent. That I have seen. You know, and I, yep. I I push I push against that. Like yep. I, I hear brothers say a lot of things about black women, and I'm like, I don't know how you can even say that. They're Being that we came from black women. A hundred percent. People are so. confused because there's an argument. Where there's an argument, like when I started Sleepers for Suckers, it was about entrepreneurship. The big argument was, should you be an entrepreneur or not? I had to really convince people that entrepreneurship is a good thing at that point. The relationship space is so dope because there's no right answer. It's all experience. It's, no, it's all opinion. There's no mm. right answer. Should you be faithful to your wife? Yes. There's somebody that will argue in the comments that a man was designed to have multiple women. <laughs> or this is some European thing that was created. Right. Should you open a door for a woman? Whatever your answer is, there's somebody who has a different opinion and they can defend their opinion. Yeah. There's no right answer. That's why it's so popular because no matter what someone says, you can have a different opinion and there's an argument. There was a certain way of doing things 50 years ago. Right. That's not the time for a relationship podcast because we understood once we get out of high school, I'm marrying my high school sweetheart. I'm going to go.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After the army, I'll come back. We don't have a bunch of kids. I'm going to get a job, and it's up. But now there's confusion. So how would you approach that then? You, if you were me, how would you approach that? Like Kevin Samuels? Not his opinion, but I would go strong left to a side, meaning I believe the older way of things, and you have to have an enemy to fight against. I don't believe what y'all talking about right now in this free space of, I don't, I don't, I was in an argument, not an argument. Well, they argued in the chat. Yep. This lady said a man should take a woman off the market. Mm. She's like, yo, it's up to the man to decide whether they move forward in this relationship or not. So if we're just dating. We're just dating. Like I could date a whole bunch of people until you say, I want us to be exclusive. I said, I don't agree with that. I agree. If this is a vibe, and we've been, we've been rocking for a few months. Why don't we both just lock in? I don't care if the woman says it or the man says it. Let's just lock in, see what happens, versus me always out there, because then it never happens, us yeah. coming together. Yeah. But you should have seen the comments. I'm far left saying, no, I believe if you feel in somebody, you rock with them. Everybody else is saying, not everybody, because it was a, a split, no, a man is supposed to court. It's the difference between courting and dating. <laughs> if I was you, I would stand on something. I would believe in that thing, and i keep pushing that message. And then you'll find your tribe. But you'll also find somebody that argues, which is a good thing, because yeah. it creates energy around it, around the message. Gotcha. But persevering is cool. Just I would just frame it in the relationship space. How do you fight through when we're not feeling each other? How do you do that? How you overcome that? How you overcome a difference of opinion on how you're raising your children? I don't know. I'm probably doing it wrong. <laughs> We're saying the wrong stuff. We're in love. Yeah. So it's working. I should come out with a course because I'm five years in. I got a license. I, right? Five years? I got experience. I'm good at it, kind of. Five years is when we were just getting back right. Mm. It was at three-year mark for us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you got experience. You do. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a funny interview, man. Because you're a comedian? I'm not. I had fun, though. <laughs> I thought it was funny. There was a couple jokes going, right? It was, it was, a, it was a couple. Yeah. It was a couple. I wanted to make my mark. You know what's crazy? Talk Everybody that comes on has a plan. Until we had this conversation. You're right. <laughs> Everybody has a plan. And but this I, was helpful though, right? I don't know. No? No, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm leaving here confused, honestly. Oh, good. Well, that's good yeah. because I think you were conv convinced of the wrong thing. I'd rather you be confused about what you should do though. That's good. That was a good one. Yeah. 
That was a good one. You should. I mean, you know, go back and watch this. I'm probably going to take the worst possible clip from this and post it on social media. And that's when you're like, oh, What's my the worst gosh. possible clip, though? I don't know. I got to gotta go back and look at All it. All right. We'll think about it. You're not going to like it, though. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> No, I will like it, man, because I, I all jokes aside, I, I appreciate everything that you're, you know, doing in this space, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't appreciate you making Corey a scammer though. That was What you mean? Poor little innocent Corey. Oh yeah. That was Cole. That's the homie too. Yeah, that's my dog. Yeah. But no, I, I, I appreciate though. this though. This is good. Very confused. Good yes. thing. Good job. Oh, man. You just watched this whole episode. If you like this episode, watch this one right here. Click right here. You're going to like this one if you like the one you just watched. Check it out.